Activate your personal shield and get your trait to level 3, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast, Episode 8. Today we will be reviewing the January update that came out January 27th, which included some nerfs, patches, season pass details. Yeah! We got some season pass details! Finally. Woo! Paid $50 for nothing we know. Now we know what our nothing is. Yeah, we absolutely got nothing. (laughs) Let's get started. Let's start off with the... News post from the Battlefront website, StarWars.ea.com. So, quote, As we said back in November, the release of Star Wars Battlefront was just the beginning. Our team has been listening to your feedback and building a calendar of new content and tuning changes we will be making to the game throughout 2016. All fans will get free content that includes new maps for both multiplayer and missions modes, the introduction of private matches, new hero outfits, and more. Fans looking to get even more out of their Star Wars Battlefront experience can look forward to the Star Wars Battlefront Season Pass, which will introduce a wealth of fresh content. Set across exciting new locations including Bespin, the Death Star, and more. I am super excited about Bespin. Yeah, there even is speculation that there might be a bounty hunter kind of game mode for that map. That would be pretty cool. I I'm just excited that they're finally we're finally going to get a city map. I've been wanting a city map ever since the beginning. And we're finally getting one. Okay, it goes on. We began our post-launch journey together last month with the Battle of Jakku DLC, adding two new maps and the new mode Turning Point. Tomorrow, we are adding more free content to the game for all Star Wars Battlefront players, including the Tatooine survival map titled... Raider's Camp, I think. Yeah, Raider's Camp. And that will now support Blast, Droid Run... Drop Zone, Hero Hunt, and Heroes vs. Villains multiplayer. And it's called Raider Camp, yes. New Hoth-themed outfits for Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, both of which will be available to all fans when they play as these two iconic characters on Hoth. These were unlocked by our players for completing our Heroes Holiday Community mission last month. And this will also work on Missions Mode. I'm super glad about that. It's kind of a crap reward. It is. It is pretty crap. I was expecting a map at least, but it takes time to do maps. I'm glad they're actually taking a taking acknowledgement that there is actually a single player co-op game mode in Battlefront. Quote, we are giving the players the ability to create private matches, which makes playing with friends even easier. Yeah, that's really awesome. Because we have actually been trying to, we've actually played with our cousins on Battlefront, and it was super difficult. Like, we had to send an invitation, we had to invite them as a partner, and then sometimes we wouldn't even both get into the same game. So this is going to make it a lot easier. I wonder what's the minimum of friends you have to have on there. I hope... I hope you can just have 1v1. 
Yeah. And you just claim droids. That would be so fun. <laughs> yeah. Just one-on-one. Who can claim the most droids? I think That's you could have a private fun. match of, did it say the smaller maps only? It didn't say anything So specific. it could be Walker Assault? I'm ready for Walker Assault. OMG, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be epic. I was probably going to have a player minimum. <laughs> just both find hero pick or hero pickups yeah. or ship pickups and then just try and mow each other down from the sky or something like that. That would be so fun. Like you get a TIE fighter X-wing, TIE fighter or X-wing and then just slam him to your team uh, to one of your friends. That would be hilarious. Especially while they're a hero or something. They're also going to introduce a daily challenges and community events. This is going to be pretty fun. They will boost your XP or credit earnings. They will, like, double XP? Maybe. I think it's just going to boost it. Okay, these are designed to rally the community around certain goals and objectives, giving players the chance to earn credits and unlocks even faster. We'll have more news regarding community events and daily challenges in the days ahead. Yeah, right. (laughs) In the months ahead. (laughs) Can't trust them about that. And of course, we are also including some overall balancing tweaks to both weapons and multiplayer modes. Some, yeah, right. (laughs) Basically everything in the game. We'll we'll get to that later. In February, we will continue to add more free content for all players, including a new survival mission on Hoth. That's going to be epic. A new, a brand new Hoth multiplayer map that's probably going to take place in the uh, survival missions too. That same map, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It will support our larger game modes, including Walker Assault, Supremacy Fighter Squadron, and Turning Point. Speaking of Turning Point, we are also excited to make this popular mode available on all maps that currently support Walker Assault and Supremacy in the February update. That is going to be so fun. I'm really excited to do it in on Hoth. That's going to be pretty fun to see how they actually get it to run on that map. So another f- update is going to take place in March. They will be adding another exciting new multiplayer map on Endor that will support Walker, Salt, Supremacy, and Turning Point, and an additional Tatooine survival map. That's cool. In addition to the free content we will be delivering through March, we will continue to listen to our community throughout the year. Make Battlefront fun for everyone. <laughs> now we get to the season pass details. Okay, so they've described three of the four Battlefront DLC packs that's your, that are going to come out. The first one's going to be in March, second one's summer, and the third one fall. The fourth one is just says early 2017. And the first one is going to be called Battlefront Outer Rim. Fight among the factories of Sullust and battle within Jabba the Hutt's palace on Tatooine. I'm so excited to play in Jabba's Palace. Mm-hmm. Our little brother Slade, he was like, what? Are you serious? Because he loves Jabba for some strange reason. <laughs> He's, I, that's the first kid I've ever seen that likes Jabba. Did you like Jabba when you were little, Sam? Mm, no. Nope. Okay, 
And then the next one is Battlefront Bespin. It's hunt or be hunted in this action-packed experience set in the cloud city of Bespin. That's where the speculation of a new game mode comes in. They all should have, like, four new game modes in each of them. Yeah, but it doesn't specify in Jabba's Palace. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool, like, in Jabba's Palace, you have a Rancor fight. That would be awesome. I don't think they would do that, though. Could you imagine fighting a Rancor in the Rancor pit? Or at least just having that ground piece open when you're fighting in the map. That would be pretty They'd cool. they probably add that. And this is strange. On our first episode, we thought that Battlefront was going to have a Death Star map. We were wrong. And it's actually going to come out in the DLC pack number three. The pack's actually called Death Star. That's no moon. One of the most iconic locations in the Star Wars universe makes its debut in Star Wars Battlefront. I was really surprised that Vanilla ba- Battlefront didn't come with the Death Star map. And then the fourth one is to be announced. We will have more details to share about this exciting new expansion pack in the coming months. Okay. Now on to the nerfing that they provided in patches. Below are the patch notes specific to PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox One for the January update. Here we get into the nerfs. Oh my gosh, there's a lot. Weapon and star card changes. E3 explosive shot damage decreased from 10 to 4 per shot. SC14C explosive shot damage decreased from 10 to 5 per shot. Yeah, already the some of the fastest, most used weapons are nerfed. Yep. Now for something that everyone was wanting to be nerfed. Homing shot, lock-on time increased from 0.4 to 1.5. So you're not going to see the homing shot used very much. (laughs) I bet all of the people who use the homing shot are so mad at this. And then the homing shot lock-on distance was decreased by 10 meters. Its projectile speed was decreased from 30 to 23. We don't really need to do the percentages and stuff. Yeah. Well, RTC97, yeah, that's incorrect. It's the RT97C. And on here, it's the RTC97. It's the overheat value is increased. So that means it can shoot faster or without overheating? That means if you overheat, it's going to take longer. Oh. And then the bowcaster replenish time tweak. They basically tweaked everything from 15 to 25 seconds even. So all that 7000 you spent on upgrading them so they'd be faster is basically stupid. Yeah, you useless. just lost 7000 to have it increased even more. Yeah, so that sucks. We probably upgraded 7. You know, that's 49000 credits. That's crazy, especially if you're just getting in, yeah, it doesn't matter. But if you've been playing this game from when it came out, it matters. So, it doesn't seem that they did the personal shield. They just did the flash grenade, bowcaster, ion torpedo, thermal detonator, impact grenade, explosive shot, scan, ping, which they call it, cycler rifle is being buffed. Yeah, that's the one weapon that's actually being buffed. So, I'm glad they didn't do personal shield reload time. That would suck. Okay, so as I was saying, the um, cycler rifle got a buff. It's bullet drop-off reduced. So, you know, when you shoot it, you don't go up as much. 
Oh yeah, and then you can shoot farther with it. Yeah, it does. It says a hundred damage from close range at ten meters, but but that's not true. We've already seen videos of people shooting like from five meters away and not even. I guess it's taking the headshot. And then this one I'm so excited for. DL44 overheat tweaked and fire rate changed from 250 to 180. I'm I'm a little disappointed that it didn't decrease the damage. Yeah. But at least they can't just go pow, 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 pow. Another bad thing is that they nerfed the bowcaster, which was, we saw it coming. <laughs> and but they the, shouldn't have done that. And they shouldn't have done this one, the bounty hunter trait card. Or... I'm not really mad about what they did to it because that was pretty OP. Yeah, they they did it from 100% chance to get a power up to 85%. So, and I'm I'm just glad they didn't do the where it doesn't yeah reload. doesn't mess with your recharge because that is what makes the bounty yeah they don't use awesome. it for the um power ups you use it for the recharge of your star cards. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad that they didn't mess with that. So. The fully charged five-shot bowcaster damage per projectile decreased from 50 to 15. That is crazy. So basically, I don't know if it'll one-shot anyone anymore. Because it used to just destroy everyone. Yeah, Sam was super good with that trait and the bowcaster. He got into the super good streak. Like, 17 kills or something like that? Yeah, it was really high. But it's so fun to use that. Okay, then ion torpedo lock-on range decreased. Smart rocket range lock-on range decreased because when you're shooting the smart rocket it locks on to the say ATST ATAT oh yeah I didn't I didn't remember that then the RTC 9-7 spread is increased for firing when firing for a longer period so that means you don't have better accuracy I'm guessing because yeah. I was getting destroyed by RT 9-7C from like 50 meters and it's not that damaging and has a crap accuracy so I'm glad they did that. I'm surprised that they call it the scan ping instead of the scan pulse. Yeah, I, didn't, I do agree that the scan pulse is overpowered. Yeah. And let's see. It's, they just nerfed it like two times. The barrage times. was also nerfed. Oh. It takes longer to recharge. 40 seconds. Man. 40 seconds till you get your barrage. It's almost a minute. And the upgrade one is 35, so it only decreases it by 5 seconds. Yeah, it stinks. Explosive shot time, or active time, is decreased normal from 7 to 5, and then upgrade from 10 to 7. That's okay. And then we get to the vehicle changes. Starfighters pickups. Starfighters. That's wrong. Starfighters pickups. You see that? Yeah, I see that. Okay, well, they made another mistake. Starfighter pickups have a 20-second respawn delay. So that is that is a little crap for those vehicle users. Yeah. The T-47 airspeeder pickups have a 10-second respawn delay. The it, Millennium Falcon Slave 1 health decreased by 30%. Instead of doing that, they should have nerfed the Millennium Falcon's shield that he can ram into the Slave 1. But I... Th- what do you think would happen if, like, an actual cannon, the Millennium Falcon, ran into the Slave One? I would think the Slave One would get de- decimated because it's a bounty hunter sh- ship made for speed. Well, that is still overpowered. It is supposed to be a balanced game. Yeah. That gives the Millennium Falcon the advantage. Okay, now for the game mode changes. Removed a turbo laser on Solust, which could be used for spawn killing. 
and then the turbo laser has a respawn of 15 seconds. And also it says new friend zones and additional spawn points for supremacy, supremacy, supremacy maps. Uh, what is a friend zone? I, have, I guess because you can't always spawn on your friend. Oh, yeah. They must have zones for it. <laughs> and then zone. also new friend zones. You can be my friend in this zone. Not over there, but right here. <laughs> okay, then new friend zones and additional spawn points for Walker Assault. And then also for Turning Point. Also, they say they fixed a bug for crashing instantly with spawning in a vehicle on Jakku. Uh, I've never had that happen. Like actually spawning in a crash vehicle or what? Cra- no, right when you spawn, you crash into something. Then fighter squadron hero vehicle pickups are more randomized. Yeah, that is... I like that. Then all those guys that play fighter squadron all day know where at the exact time it's going to spawn and where. But now it's just they don't know the exact time. So they could be fighting someone and then someone else gets it. I really like that one. Uh, Fixed a heroes versus villains bug where players could use their star cards in pre-round that got corrected by a server. Yeah, I would just play around with that and just spam my <laughs> jump pack and fly. I thought that was a pretty fun bug. Yeah, and you can't move in when you're anything. You know how usually you can you do your emotes? But with Heroes vs. Villains, you couldn't even move. I admit they might have fixed that. Updated spawn management between big and small game modes. That one's pretty good. Then also, which is just blows my mind, is they were nerfing the win bonuses for maps. That is crazy! So blast reduced from 2,000 to 1,000. Like, it's not going to affect us, but some of the new players. Yeah, the new players. How are they going to level up when they all they only play blast? I mean, that's that's not. Did they good. nerf the droid run bonus? No, they did not. They didn't nerf. So they didn't nerf. They didn't nerf it. <laughs> they didn't nerf it. So plus, droid run, in my opinion, is the best for power leveling. Yeah. Also, did you know just some minor changes in the win bonuses? Hero Hunt was in, actually increased. That one's good. Yeah, but the, it was win bonus was reduced. Half. Oh yeah. Well, why aren't they going to reduce the win bonus and increase the match bonus? <laughs> that pretty much just evens it out. Okay, so reduced. I already said that. Reduced score for dealing damage to AI X wings and AI Tie fighters. That stinks. Yes, you don't. If you're just a normal pilot, you don't even make any much points as it is. Yeah. And then also they did the new game mode minimum player thresholds. I like this one. So Walker Salt, you have to have a minimum of 20 players instead of actually 40 or something like that. All of the big ones are 20 players. So everything's halved. Yeah. Which is really good. And then also they were nerfing the heroes Boba Fett and Han. Here we go. Han Solo weapon damage over distant is lower. Damage goes from 70, was 75, to 30, was 35. Between 10 and 25. Now we get... These are both Sam's favorite characters. <laughs> they nerfed Boba Fett twice. That is insane. And I'm, No, three times. Three times they nerfed Boba Fett. They nerfed his weapon, weapon damage over distance from 30 to 20... 30 to 60. And they also nerfed Boba Fett's wrist launcher explosion radius decreased from 4 to 2.5 maximum damage increased from 1 to 1.2 meters. <laughs> That's just a weenie. Yeah, because you can um just say there's three people in a little air radius, and then you shoot that, they would all three die. 
Oh, okay, that's pretty good. And then Boa Fett's missile doesn't lock on that anymore. Just, that just... It barely locked on in the first place. Yeah. Like, I was shooting at a standalone target, and it missed him by, like, 20 meters. If anything, they should nerf Han's lucky shot lock-on. That is crazy. You can take down a TIE fighter with that thing. You could, It literally tracks anything in the air. It tracks. So you could you could be aiming 10 meters from it sometimes that I did in just normal vanilla and it would hit stone as being Boba Fett. So they need to nerf that instead of the stupid lock-on on Boba Fett, which doesn't even, if anything, they should buff that. They need to buff the um, stun speed on Luke and Darth Vader, because one hit of them, and they're like, I'm dead, oh! Then they also fix some bugs. Stun-inducing attacks now properly trigger stun animation loop. So, so you know how you're getting hit and killed and you didn't see him actually melee you? Yes, that yeah. was fixed. Fixing an issue where meleeing at nothing completely stopped your movement. And then after transition from AT-80, the user screen would remain black. This is now fixed. I, I haven't even been in AT-80. I've been in like four times. Yeah, it does that. And this one, I am so glad they fixed this one. Several instances of rocks that players could get stuck on have been fixed. I mean, I would be walking over the ground, nothing's there, and then I glitch back. Then also they fixed speeder bike inconsistence between the range when you see it, you, the prompt button, and when you could actually use the vehicle. I don't use I that. I have no idea what that just said. Okay, survival weapons behave differently than MP, now brought in line. Oh, yeah. You know how homing shot was extremely powerful in survival missions? Like, so, so they were nerfing survival missions? No, they were nerfing multiplayer and not survival. Oh. That's good. And then Jakku Invisible Collision located on... The landed rebel transport ship. And then finally, users with the most kills will now... Will not be prevented from getting the trophy achievement playing the objective in Blast. It wasn't Sam messing up with like a speech. It was really written really weird. Users with the most kills will now not be prevented <laughs> from the get the trophy achievement playing the objective so in Blast. This guy needs to practice his grammar, man. I was getting just, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, well, we've done this four times. I was like, I've I'm pretty sure I got the trophy, and then I go look in the PlayStation 4 trophies, and guess what? Nothing. And then one of our listeners, Tom Stewart, he actually had the same thing happen to him, so it is like worldwide. Yeah, well, anyway, Tom Stewart is going to be our guest star. Yes. Look forward to that. We're actually going to be recording that episode the day we are recording this one. We just wanted to get this one out of the way. Because so, this is new news, and a lot of people don't really know all the nerfing that happened. And it was a lot. I mean, every single, almost every single weapon was nerfed. And hero. Mm, and the other hero slash villains, I don't see any problem. Yeah, I think they're all good. I thought they were balanced. I did too. I, I was really surprised when they nerfed Han and Boba Fett. If anything, they should buff Luke's force push. 
Yeah, because that thing... push does no damage, and it has no range. Well, Darth Vader's, he can go through a wall past, like, 40 meters. Yeah. <laughs> while you're running away from him. Darth Vader needs to be nerfed, if anything. He has a combo which can inflict 30 damage, and you're not even in range. So you activate <laughs> your saber throw, and then your force choke. They went from 100 to 70, and they're not even in range. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. If you would like to be featured in this podcast, leave a review on iTunes or tweet us at tie-dye-sheep-yt or email us at battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you feel you would give a good perspective on the podcast, we are open to special guests. Email us if you are interested. We are also thinking about opening a Patreon. Email us if you think you would like that. Or if you would like that, email us something you would like in return for that donation. May the Force be with you. Always.